Welcome to another episode of the Pirate Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, the Pirate Marketing Captain, Ben Perry. And today we're going to talk about why you don't always need to make an offer to the people that you're having sales calls with. Pirates have long fascinated the minds of men. Rebellious, adventurous, and free-spirited, they carved their own path in the world. After serving 10 years in the Navy, I've learned directly from some of the most savvy marketers in the game. My name is Ben Perry, and welcome to the Pirate Marketing Podcast. There's really a couple of different reasons why you would not want to make an offer to somebody who essentially hasn't earned it. Because at the end of the day, if you are the offer owner, or even if you are a sales rep, selling for the offer owner, most likely they've given you permission to be able to decide whether this person is a good fit or not. Now, this has nothing to do with their worth as a human being, but when we talk about the different offers, like whether this person is qualified, if you are a gynecologist, then there's really a hard qualifier of when you look down, do you see anything? If you do, you're not qualified to be seen by a gynecologist, right? So the same here is like, if you are offering a women's um, group coaching program, then men aren't allowed. That's a hard qualifier. So you got to qualify first. Is this person even eligible to be able to join this program? Secondly, there are two different sides of the coin when it comes to uh, the buying pocket. Now, I'll give credit where credit's due. I learned this from Taylor Welch when I was at Traffic and Funnels. But the buying pocket, essentially, there's two different sides to it. And on one side, you have the person who doesn't believe in themselves and they need a little bit of guidance and a little bit of nurturing to help them to believe that with some help, they can be able to get to where they want to go. They can have the outcome that they're looking for. On the other side of the buying pocket, you have people who are, they believe that they can do it by themselves without having to get help. And normally this is for, you know, the person who is either just starting out and they believe that they can do it. They haven't failed yet. They haven't felt the pain or the sting of not achieving the thing that they're trying to get. And so what you want to do is depending upon those two sides, either they don't believe in themselves very much or they believe in themselves too much in the fact that they believe that they could do it on the, by themselves. The sweet spot is in the middle and that's where the buying pocket is at. So as you are holding your conversation and you're asking them questions, you're going to determine where this person is on that scale. Does it make sense to make somebody an offer who believes that they can just go and do it by themselves? I would say no. Now, some might say, well, you're not good enough to you know, sell them on the opportunity. It's like, look, not everybody needs to be sold to and not everybody like needs the thing that you're selling. And that's totally okay. But this is why we have the conversation to determine if or how we can help them. And if they're they're further along and they're not in a position to where they would need help, then that's fine. Go try it on your own for 30 days and then come back and see what happens. If you have the thing that you believe you can get, then fair enough. You know, um, if not, well, then might want to reconsider 
the the course that you're taking. And then they would be more closer to the center of that buying pocket. Now, on the other hand, if you're talking to somebody and they're like, man, I just don't believe that this is possible at all. Well, that person might need some materials to nurture them closer to, hey, this is possible if you get some help. But what if you make an offer to one or two of those people? So if you make an offer to somebody who doesn't believe in themselves, then it doesn't really matter how good your offer is if they don't believe as a person that they can do it. And this is an internal belief thing. And this is also where, you know, the whole sales call is based on helping people to think better about their problems. It's helping people get a different perspective on their problems so that they can see it in a better light in order to get the outcome that they want. If this person doesn't believe that they can do it even with help, well then I would not make that person an offer because it's just going to end up with, I don't know if I can do it. Therefore, I don't believe in myself, so I'm not gonna give money. Or they believe that it can work, but they don't believe that it could work for themselves. I would save making that person an offer. On the other hand, if you've got somebody who believes that they could totally do it by themselves, and they're like, yeah, I'm I'm gung-ho. I'm going to go and do this. Don't make that person an offer because they're going to be like, yeah, I see this, but I don't really need this. So you want to wait. Those are times when you delay the offer. Don't make them an offer. Another time when you can not make them an offer outside of them just not being qualified is do they have the commitment to solve the problem that they say that they want to solve? And you're finding out all of these different commitments throughout the entire call. But I've learned that there are four commitments that need to be made in order to have a fully committed client. And the way that you get a committed client, these four commitments, it's like a combination lock. It's not like Somebody can have one of these commitments and then, hey, you know, the, the rest of the lock is going to open. It doesn't matter if they get three out of four. It's not like the lock says, hey, you're halfway there. We'll open up because you're trying really hard. No, all four of these commitments need to be made. They need to be met in order for you to have a fully committed client. And that is they need to make a physical commitment that they're actually going to show up and do the work. They need to make a mental commitment that they're going to do the mental work. They need to make an emotional commitment. Like, why are you even doing this in the first place? Who else is this affecting? And who is looking at you and the example that you're giving? And then the last commitment is the financial commitment. And usually most people have three out of four. But again, if like a combination lock, if you get three out of four numbers right, it's not like the lock just opens. So those four commitments need to be made. And if somebody does not make those four commitments, then you don't have a committed client and I would not make that person an offer. How would you know? Because you're asking them questions. You're figuring out where they're at. What is their commitment level? Is this person qualified financially? I mean, that's not a hard no, but let's say that you're selling, you know, Rolls Royces. Well, the person needs to be at a certain revenue level in order for this to even make sense, right? You're not going to take somebody from Walmart and put them in a Rolls Royce. 
Another reason why you wouldn't make somebody an offer is sometimes there's a hard, like, I can't make the time here. Like I'm literally going on vacation. Um, So if it's like, Hey, it's a one-time thing and we're holding this at this event and it's happening on the 25th of June. Okay. If somebody is going to be out of town and the thing is happening in your local area, well, then it's just the timing's off. It doesn't matter what you do. Person just not qualified. So it's like, hey, um, with everything that's going on, this doesn't really make sense. I once um, got onto a call. These people, they were doing a, a, a one-day training live. And the the person on the other line, the first question that he asked me was, hey, will these dates work for you before we even go further? And I said, no, cause I'm actually going to be out of town. And he's like, all right, well, thanks for, thanks for expressing your interest. Doesn't look like it's going to really work. And that was it. That was so quick. Right. Um, so, but if you're holding a program, right. And it's a rolling program, there are things that you can do in order to help that person uh, make the decision as far as the timing is concerned. Um, I'll give you one of them right now. So sometimes, you know, somebody says, hey, I'm going on vacation for the next two weeks. So I know that I have a limited amount of time inside this program. Let me wait two weeks and then I'm going to jump in. Hey, that's not a problem. Uh, What we can do seeing as you're going on vacation is we can go ahead and get you started. Now I will buy you an additional two weeks in the program to account for you being on vacation. That way you don't lose any time, but then also that'll allow you to be able to really get the ball rolling. So that by the time you get back from the vacation, we can already just hit the ground running and uh, help you with whatever thing that you are helping them with. That way, they're able to capitalize on the momentum of the moment. They're not losing out on any time. And this timing issue, you were able to figure out a solution for. Let's recap. One of the reasons why we would not make an offer is because they don't see the value, right? And if we remember the buying pocket, somebody believes that they could do it by themselves. Hey, just go ahead. Let that person go and do their own thing and let them come back. They'll learn or they'll figure it out. There was somebody that I talked to um, who I was like, hey, you know, go ahead, go learn it on your by yourself. And you know, if it works, it works. And that person ended up totally crushing it. And uh, they're they have a very successful business. Good for them. Okay. On the other hand, if somebody doesn't believe in themselves, then I wouldn't make them an offer. Um because it doesn't matter if you have the best offer in the world. If somebody doesn't believe, have the self-belief, well, then you've got a bigger issue than the actual offer. Um, timing, right? If it's a physical location and they're not going to be in the physical area, doesn't make sense to make them an offer. And then last, but certainly not least, what is their commitment level? What are they doing in order to ensure that they are checking all of those boxes so that you can make sure that the person that you work with is fully committed because you can't help somebody more than they're willing to help themselves. And so again, the whole purpose of 
the sales conversation is to figure out if or how you can help somebody, whether they have a problem and whether they're really committed to solving that problem in the first place and whether they have the belief of whether they believe they could get the problem solved or if they believe they could do it by themselves. Again, you can ask questions to be able to suss out like where this person's at, whether they have, you know, a certain amount of experience, certain amount of money, certain amount of, um, you know, commitment. So that's why I say you don't really need to make an offer to every single person that you talk to. If you want more like this, then consider joining us inside the salesmanship where we cover all things sales, going over objections, going over what you need to do in order to put yourself in the best possible position to be able to close, meaning close the gap between where the person's at and where they want to be so that you can set sail and help them to be able to have the life that they're looking for. All right. I'll talk to you on the next one. Savvy.